we have to talk about what's going on in the stock market. We are in a full-blown bear market. The Wall Street Journal says the stock market entered a bear market last week as investors took another look at Friday's red-hot inflation data. Guys, they didn't like what they saw. Just in case you missed it, the inflation rate is now 8.6% annualized from month-over-month figures. Guys, this is bad. Really bad. If you've been ignoring the signs, you can't afford to ignore them anymore. It's time to take action. Get your money out of the stock market and into a tax-sheltered precious metals IRA with my friends over at Birch Gold Group. Birch are the best in the biz, and that business is securing the value of your hard-earned savings. Birch has a free info kit that tells you all about their offerings and how you can roll over your IRA or your 401k today. It's easy. All you have to do is text Mobley to 989898 to receive your free gift. Text Mobley to 989898. Mobley is spelled M-O-B-L-E-Y. Text Mobley to 989898 before your financial loss is locked in forever. Get ready for the uncloseted conservative hour you've been waiting for. No censors, no fake news, just facts and the freedom to speak them. Friends, if you are still in the conservative closet, I've got one question for you. Why? We've sat in silence. We've been on the sidelines for years. How has it been working out? That's why it's an uncloseted conservative revolution right here, right now. Let's get into it. Welcome back to The Joe Mobley Show, guys. I am Joe Mobley, your host. The show is presented by Birch Gold Group. Thanks so much to Birch Gold for presenting the show. Guys, the stock market is in free fall. If you haven't noticed, uh, it, it's really bad. All you got to do is you know, get on whatever your app is. Maybe you're using Acorn or maybe you're using Fidelity. Who cares? No judgment here. Uh, but you get in, you look at your portfolio, and then you start to feel tightness in your chest. Uh, it's okay. It's not just you. It's everyone. Guys, right now is the time uh, to diversify your portfolio in precious metals with a precious metals IRA. Birch Gold Group is the best in the business at doing this. They've got a free info kit that will make sense of it for you. All you got to do to get it is text Mobley to 989898. That's Mobley to 989898. Mobley is spelled M-O-B-L-E-Y. Uh, huge thanks to... My pillow for being a sponsor of the show. Guys, my pillow sales are crazy. You can get up to 66% off. All you gotta do is go to mypillow.com slash mobly or use promo code mobly anywhere on the website. All right. Bills paid. Guys, th this was not clickbait. Okay. There's got to be something done about the rhino establishment that is just you know, taken over the party, not even taken over the party. It's just been ceded to them. All right. We, we complain and complain. We call out rhinos. We've got to do something more than that. We've got to get into the party. Starting a new party is, is minimally impactful. It's much more hurtful 
than impactful. So that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about all things culture, you know, current events, but more than anything, you listening to this, whether you're a radio listener, podcast, rumble, you know, you well, you're not on YouTube because I'm banned from YouTube for uh, two weeks. And guys, that's why you've got to subscribe on on genuine platforms like Rumble. You got to follow me on Locals, join my community there, or at least you know subscribe to uh, the RSS feed, the podcast. You can go directly to my website, thejomobleyshow.com, uh, to get subscribed. But we've got to take over the party, okay? We've got the two-party system. We have a Republican party. The problem is so many Republicans aren't conservative. So that's what we are talking about with our guest, Noelle. Guys, she is the Patriot Mom 007. You got to follow her on social media, all that more, and it all starts right now. Hey, Noelle, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing, Joe? Good. Good, good, good. Glad to have you back. And you know what? Thank you. It's not just you. I, I just, I'm actually going to put this up here. I'm going to throw this on the screen. I just, uh, while we were talking in the green room, you know, I was kind of being a terrible host and clicking around. Um, I just sent this email to StreamYard because they're always... Here, let me full screen this. They're always full of crap, guys. My streams have been lagging like crazy. You see this right here? This little, you know, let's zoom in wow. so you all can see it. It yeah. says that I have, it says that I have a poor connection. It keeps giving me this warning. But here you can see that my internet is uh, putting out some serious. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I I pay for the the. Uh, 1,000 megabytes per second. So, I mean, that's about as much as it'll put out. I have really serious wraps. So I just, you know, took a screenshot and I sent it to them. And I said, uh, can we make sense out of this? Because it kind of seems like bull crap. Um, so I'm hanging on a thread. I just got the thing just right now. The I just got the notification, the poor spotty connection. There is a serious gamer router right here. The internet. Like the jack is right there and it plugs in. We're talking all of six feet. It plugs in right here into the computer. But somehow uh, we we have signal strength. It's, it's almost like they do something to people like us. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Noel, glad to have you on the show. We've, we've been friends for such a long time. I think we're coming up on 24 hours now. We are. Uh, we've been forever. Yeah, so tell the people a little bit about yourself and then and then we'll dive in. So I live here in Arizona and I love it here. Um, and I just got into this side of the world, which is media now and social media uh, about six months ago. I'm a mom of two boys. They're 17 and 20 now. I've been raising them for many years on my own and trying to keep them on the straight and narrow with the crazy world around them. And I have been in the salon industry for over 30 years, started in Oregon for most of my life, um, still have a lot of friends and, and my twin sister is actually there. And so trying to bring some of them over to this side. And I've, I 
just uh, decided that I should jump in, started helping somebody out here in December with the Charlie Kirk event. And you can check out my YouTube. Actually, there's some interviews from that event with uh, people like Matt Gates and some really cool people at Patriot Mom 007 on YouTube. And from there, I just decided to branch out. In addition to candidates, I decided since I'm a small business owner for so many years after the pandemic um, ended, which here in Arizona, it ended a lot sooner for us, thank heavens. But uh, people were still trying to get back up in business. And um, I decided to also talk with businesses, local owners. When I travel around, talk to them to let people know, hey, this is, we're back, we're good. You know, come out here and support these great people, these business owners, these patriots who are still trying to keep our country running as it was previous and how we liked it. And uh, then I also try to keep up on the border. We have a lot of problems over here. Of course, you guys all know with the border issues and, and they're worse than probably you hear about on your TV sets every day. And so we have uh, Sheriff Mark Lambs here in Arizona. We're fortunate. And so I run into him from time to time around town. He keeps us up on what's happening, what's really happening. He goes down there firsthand and him and his deputies. So I just am trying to highlight things from a different perspective, my perspective, a mom perspective. I'm also a full-time college student studying criminal justice in my third year. And um, so I have a lot of perspectives. You know, I'm a citizen, I'm a mom, I'm a student. I work on campus with the students and um, older adult. <laughs> so yeah, and I try to get to, when I talk to candidates, I really try to get to know them. Uh, in addition to their stump speeches, I really try to ask them things more personal. I feel like people uh, don't necessarily want to know the candidate anymore because they don't like candidates so much, but they want to know the person. And my goal is to try and find things that others can connect to when I talk with them, whether it's out and about in a five minute in town at an event or if it's in a studio. I just want to bring to people when I'm in my salon and I meet a person for the first time from anywhere around the world, which I've had people from everywhere, you know, in an hour that I meet them or two hours, like I learn a lot about people and they're very forthcoming. And so I tell the candidates, hey, just pretend we're sitting in my salon. I'm giving you a service and let's just talk. And uh, I reminisce to Barbara Walter days, you know, and that's how old I am. And so that's my goal is to bring it to people so that they can say, oh, gosh, they take their kids there on the weekend or, oh, they went there for vacation or that's their church or, you know, they do that. Oh, I do that. And it gives them something more to connect to than I'm going to do this for you and I'm going to do that. And I'm saying this and I'm saying that, you know, it's just not very comprehensive when you're trying to decide on who you want to run your life from the top. So Yeah, so yeah. you're... I, I don't even know if this is accurate. I'll ask, but you you kind of say that you started on this journey in 2021. Were were you one of the like Patriot moms activated by not COVID the illness, but COVID the heavy handed government nonsense response? Because my wife is exactly that mom. We homeschool, but we were always gonna homeschool. Like right, we we were just homeschooling. Period. But my wife has literally become ultra maga because of 2020. Like everything between like COVID and George Floyd and like police uh, right? nonsense lies and riots. And now she's just like, she's always been conservative, but now she is like America first ultra MAGA patriot. Is that what happened to you or 
or were so you just I, like, nah? Honestly, I've always loved I'm first generation. My dad is from Syria. We're Syrian Lebanese. So uh, my sister and I are first generation. But, you know, we were raised here, born in Pennsylvania. Love it. Steel. My dad was making steel, okay, for the country when he came here. And um, I actually got involved when Trump ran. I was raising kids for 20 years, um, most of those years on my own. So I was pretty intricately involved with them and didn't have time for anything else. But I, I voted in that round in 2016. Um, I, I hate to say it for the first time, but I did. Had before. I mean, I hate to admit that, but I'm just saying that because a lot of people were in that boat that I met at that in that round of elections, and so I say that to say, hey, I just admit that I was a busy mom. But you, you can be a busy mom, and then you can just segue into being a busy um, advocate for your country. And I voted in that election. I loved what he gave us, and then we had our audit here after the election fell apart, and uh, they did what they did. And we, I had the opportunity to work at the, at the Arizona audit for three months with a lot of great people who are very involved in our state. And that catapulted me more into this side of it. And with my son still going to be a senior in school, they have SEL and CRT up here in Arizona. Um, of course, I became super hyper vigilant and checking and making him take his recorder into to class. You know, I said, what do you, you know, take your recorder in and let me hear what's happening in the classroom. And that's how it happened. And I just decided that now my kids are 17 and 20. They don't really need me um, or want me to walk in front of the TV when they're playing Xbox either. So they're like, get out, mom. So I got plenty of time. I got more time to do stuff for myself and for other people. And I talk a lot for a living in my salon. It's what I do best. And I can connect, I think, with people pretty quickly if my clients are any, you know, uh, a testament to that. And so I just thought, I see a lot of people on video and on social media. And I just got on myself a few months ago. I'm not a social media person. I was kind of, I, I was telling Joe, it kind of passed by me when I was raising the kids, but I'd like to contribute somehow. I can't donate millions. Um, I help put out signs. I help stuff bags. I just became a PC of my, in my neighborhood. Um, I'm excited about that. So I get to meet my neighbors and I grew up in a time where we literally knew all our neighbors on our entire street, up and down in the cul-de-sac on the next street, up and down. And we knew them all for the 20 years we lived there through school and our adulthood. So I don't know why we don't know, do that now. And I, we all live out here. It's the race baiters. And I tell people, and we're, we're a little bit apart in age. I'm in my mid (laughs) thirties. Like oh, I tell not. people, when we were kids, this racial nonsense wasn't a thing. The civil rights movement happened. It had tremendous impact for every man, woman, and child uh, in the U.S., not just Black people or Asians right. or Hispanics. And when I, I grew up, you know, early 90s and in a really terrible part of New York, and there was violence, but there wasn't this racial bullcrap. And we knew all of our neighbors. We moved to Virginia Beach growing up in Virginia. There, there was no racism, especially growing up in like a largely white uh, part of the town. And then I go to high school and then most of the people at my high school were Asians, actually mostly Filipino. There was like a Filipino mafia uh, at Lansdowne <laughs> High School. But anyway, I digress. It, that is a real the, thing, It's though. the race baiters. Because now... 
now racism is everything. It's like you got to pick between is racism the thing of the day or is it LGBTQ, LMNOPIA, whatever. I know, add all the letters together and see what you get. Um, yeah, I just, so I grew up in Gresham, Oregon. It's a t- It was a small town back then in the 70s when we moved there from Pennsylvania. And it was predominantly white too. So being Middle Eastern, there was myself and a couple of my cousins it was back in the 80s, you know, with the hostage crisis, and uh, we were not a beloved people in America at the time. So in high school, like, we took a lot of grief. Like, there were some people who were not kind to us, and um, I grew up with it a little bit, too. I, I don't really put a lot of weight on race chit-chat because I look Caucasian. I mean, I'm I say I'm tan. I wouldn't just say I'm white. You're tan or you're more tan than I am, but I'm pretty tan. I'm, I'm pretty tan, yeah. You're pretty tan. I used to get tan when I was outside in the sun. Now I can't be in the sun over 50. You can't stay in the sun anymore in Arizona because you'll get cancer. But, um, but yeah, so it's so I don't put a lot of weight on that whole conversation. And um, you won't probably find me talking about it very much, maybe a passing, because I honestly grew up with it too. And I just sort of disregarded it as we all uh, advanced and, and moved on as, as kids, we grew up, it just went away in my community. And it was not a thing after the late eighties and then coming to Arizona for the first 20 years. I mean, it really hasn't been a thing until now the last two years. And it's a thing again. So mm-hmm. I sort of ignore it. It's like a passe kind of going to be gone. And you know, it's a cycle. And the people who, if we just don't talk about it, I feel like we'd all be a little better off. We can acknowledge it. I'm not saying we just ignore the issues. We can acknowledge without feeding it constantly like they do. This is in my humble opinion. hundred percent. So shout out for some uh, listeners here. Lot, Getter is on fire today. Lots of viewers on Getter. Guys, if you're on Getter, I'm in StreamYard. I can't see your comments and I have to jump back and forth. And same thing with Rumble and StreamYard. That's another thing. You got to get that figured out. Like, I don't know if it's Getter's team or Rumble's team or StreamYard's team. I think it's StreamYard's team. Uh, but you guys got to get that figured out. Facebook comments are coming through. Brian, I can't even pretend to say this last name. Uh, Lrig uh, says, Hi, Patriot. Thanks for listening in. Brian, Kim Steiner, Patriot here too. Love that. uh, (laughs) Love that that profile pic. Very cool. I'm actually going to have to steal that. I don't know. Why is my face not shining in an American flag? Uh, But so you're, you you know, what I call on the show, you're an uncloseted conservative. Uh, You've always kind of just been open about your views, but now you're like stepping in. You know, you said you've become a PC. That's precinct committeeman. Um, And if you don't know about that, guys, you got to check out Precinct Strategy. Uh, I think it's precinctstrategy.com is the website. Dan Schultz, awesome videos there. Just in case, it might be .org. Yeah, see, now this is the... Just just to cover our base, Dan Schultz. They'll fact check me too. Let's see. Yeah, I just sent him a text, so... I I have both in here. Um, It's .com. I, it is but now, okay. I, now I'm curious what the .org goes to. So that's that's why we do this live, people. Oh, it's both. If you type in .org, it'll send you to the it redirects. You know, that was a good teamwork. See, Dan Dan's a genius. So that uh, is you, really you're, very clever. Very clever. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Um, but 
There are so many people, literally, literally millions of people that are in the conservative closet. They don't want, they'll let people know the most intimate details about themselves from, you know, where they were born, who they grew up with, what their family's like, to what weird stuff they do in the bedroom because somehow we're supposed to be talking about that crap now. But they don't want to tell people they voted for Trump. They don't want to tell people they're registered Republicans. Like, we are deep in the conservative closet. What do you have to say to those people? Because it seems like a losing strategy. So I just say, look, everybody can't always feel great about shouting from the rooftops because for what we don't know, their reasons for not being loud and proud, right? So I would just say, encourage people around you. I actually am being encouraged by other people. Those that I worked the audit with last year, they've encouraged me. I don't know if anybody's on Krista, Clarissa, Carissa, Annette, um, Jeff Zink. He's running for U.S. Congress out here. He might be on right now. But I met them at the audit, and they really showed me how to get involved. And Michelle Swinnick, let's give her a shout out. Everything Home Talk Show. I'll be on next week with her. She is... a a driving force in our area. And Dan Schultz is another I just met recently through her. So I'm learning. I'm just, I listen, I'm not a shy person. Um, I'm outgoing. So maybe that is the catalyst to allow me to say what I think more easily than some who would be afraid to. Um, And and I don't know that we need everybody to be loud because that's really loud than if everybody's you know, shouting it out. But sometimes you can quietly be loud by supporting those in your in your area, in your neighborhoods, at your precinct level. Um, I just got involved. I'm super excited, like I said, to meet my neighbors. We all have about two and a half acres of peace out here. So we don't have like next door neighbors um, like back in the oh, old days. So jealous. We got to walk it. But in 110, it's going to be rough to walk it, but it's okay. I don't, we I'll drive it. But I just think that you just, however you do it, don't let them intimidate you. I mean, I'm not going to walk into a, a crowd holding blue signs, whatever they say, and be like, blah, like, I don't want to incite anybody, but I don't want to be afraid to live my life the way I want and uh, appreciate in my head, in my heart, the things that I think are important or be pushed around. I don't like that. Um, but you just have to do it at your own pace and and meet somebody else that likes the same thing and then do it with them, which is a lot easier, I found. And um, stuff door knockers that I did last week and met some really lovely ladies that live in the area. They were all in their 70s and they were schooling me on the candidates and they knew everything about everything. So get involved like that. And then slowly, maybe. I've, you know, I've door knocked with some Joe's ladies. Show, right? <laughs> You you hit on part of the problem is I I always say now the man in the arena is a woman. You look at politics in Virginia, all of the firebrand candidates were women. When I moved here, Alicia Andrews was running for Virginia's uh, 10th congressional district. um, And she ultimately lost, I'll put it in air quotes, lost uh, to Jennifer Wexton. Um, But it's a bunch of women, many of them vets or educators and guys are like, I'm I'm telling you right now, uh, and and Noel Noel brought some some fans. So well, one more shout out, uh, Isabella oh, Albanese. Thanks for joining the show. But here's the thing: so all of you, Kim, Isabella, Noel, everyone listening, 
you tell the men in your life, if they come across me and they say one of these lame freaking excuses, got to use freaking because it's, it's radio friendly, folks. I'm going to choke the life out of them. Oh, well, I don't want to cause a dust up at work because, you know, I, I have to look out and provide. And it's like, all right, you're not going to be concerned until there's an American gulag. Like they're not going to be concerned until they're American. There. Yeah. There in internment camps. And it's like, oh, it wouldn't happen here. We've interned Americans a number of times, probably most recently, Japanese internment, World War II. You ever heard of it? Like get your head out of your freaking butts, people. Uh, so rank complete. Right. When your head's out of your butt, then you can go to precinctstrategy.com. There we go. Got, got the website <laughs> out for you guys. Guys, precinct is an interesting word to spell. So there it is for you on the screen. I'll have it in the show notes below uh, about an hour after this airs. Um, but guys, Dan is on the something. And and Elizabeth, or Elizabeth Noel <laughs> answered the call because... We don't know what's going to happen with the country. We don't know if we're going to win this war, if our battles will be successful. You know, if I'll be successful in Virginia and Noel will be unsuccessful in Arizona or flip that around, we don't know that. But we do know this. If us conservatives, Republicans, whatever, you, constitutionalist, libertarian, I don't care what you call it yourself. If you love the country and you know that we're on the wrong track, if that's you and you're like, we're not going to do anything about it, then we know that we're going to lose. Uh, so we have this precinct strategy is about taking over the existing party. It's right there. They wield all of the political power. We just need to push the squish idiots out and take right. over. So that's what precinct strategy is. That's something that Noel is directly involved in, and it freaking works. You look at these primaries uh, results that have been coming out. And right. it's, it's looking pretty red. Like this midterm is about to be a bloodbath. Like, let's talk about that real quick. Enough about me. Let's talk about the real important stuff, uh, the country. So yesterday I caught at the end of the day in Texas, totally blue dominated uh, district forever. Maya Flores, a Republican Latino woman who, Latino, Latino, I don't know, Latino encompasses all of them. Uh, it, it's uh, Latinx um, or Latinx. Yeah, yeah. Um, she won handily, I think nine points or something like that, against the blue incumbent. Don't know his name, doesn't really matter anymore, right? He's irrelevant. So, um, and she took over the district in Texas, which they said they were going to turn Texas blue uh, the previous five weeks. And we have the same struggles here. Although we are a red state, they say we're blue now. We're only blue by default because of who's in, but we're really red predominantly. So there's a couple of people that we're going to try to uh, unseat with some of our candidates. And, and we just all have to, like, if this is what we want, I mean, I'm busy. We're all busy. I say this on Michelle's show. Um, she has me as a busy mom around town, right? You just need to take the extra time you have which may be only one night every couple of weeks. It might be three nights a week and use it to help your neighborhoods and your communities. And if you can poll watch, this is going to be huge coming up. They're doing, um, you need to be certified at, in Arizona. I suspect in the rest of the country, in the States, you need to be certified as well. So you need to Google poll watching, poll observers uh, for your county Find out your elections office. Find out what their training is. They're doing they're doing online training now. A lot of them, so you don't have to go anywhere. Um, you need to get certified, 
and help out at the polls, learn what it looks like inside of there, what we need to to cite and report so that things that happened the, the last round don't happen as prevalently because they're always going to happen. People are always going to cheat um, as much as they did. And maybe a cycle or two, I don't think we're going to get a whole handle on it right now. I don't want to be a doomy gloomy person, but I'm saying things take time. Um, so just start this time and then maybe next time in your area, it will have improved and then get all your friends to, to help too. <laughs> That's what we're all trying to do now. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to observe if I can. I want to poll watch. I want to help with adjudication if I can get on that committee the next day after elections. Um, so, and it's fine. Here's the thing. Fun too. This is a freaking expert witness, Okay. There are so many states that are single-party consent states. That means that the audio recording or the video and audio or video only, any of those recording things can be turned on anywhere, anytime, anyplace without the other party knowing. So don't tell me, oh, well, we would just, we would just be watching the fraud or nothing. Don't, don't tell me that you're giving up on the system so you're not going to vote. That's lazy and that's incredibly stupid. Uh, right. I was an election official. I was there. I, I do think that they moved me to the smallest, bluest precinct that that didn't need to cheat uh, because I was supposed to be somewhere else. And my assignment got changed just days before the election. But what do I know? Uh, yeah, and I, I did know Youngkin was going to win though because this uh, the precinct that I was at was it was plus I think it was plus sixteen for Obama, plus twelve for Hillary, and. Wow. Uh, Terry McAuliffe won that precinct by 99 votes. Wow. Uh, so I knew seeing that, I was like, oh, Youngkin's the next governor. Like, it, it's over. Uh, and then there was the fan, the Fairfax shenanigans where, you know, Fairfax was pulling a a nationwide 2020 election where, you know, it's 3 a.m., 4 a.m., there's still no results and they're, they're right. attorneys and they're like, oh, we're, uh, we're, we're not certifying our account or... Just, just a bunch of nonsense. But look, guys, if we don't do something, we don't need to worry about what happened in the 2020 election. If we don't do something and do it now, then we're done. It's been a steady march towards leftist lunacy. Like it's Pride Month right now. Are you seeing all this crap on the freaking internet? These strip teases and little children putting money in. It is scary. And it's always it's always a trans person, never even like a normal stripper. And then on top of that, half of the ones that I've seen are convicted sex offenders, and their crimes are against children. Right, right. Literally right. insane. Like, it, well, you know, speaking of the, the whole sex offender things, um, yeah, that is horrific in itself. And let's just—I just, just want to say this too, as a, as an adult who functions as an adult. Um, you know, I grew up in Portland. We had a lot of drag clubs out there. It was our, I mean, I was in my 20s. It was our after hours. They were dancing till four. We were adults. You'd go see a show, right? As an adult. Adults can oh, do- Oh, you'd, you'd get arrested if you brought a kid in back then. Yeah, I mean, adults can do what they want. I'm not saying you can't have those places for fun and, and entertainment, which is, I think, what they were intended for, not as a lifestyle for everyone. But to bring anything onto a campus or anything under the adult level and expose anybody 
um, which really is not by their choice at that point because they don't really have a say. Um, that's not okay. Like we have to distinguish between what adults are allowed to do with their free time and their decisions as adults, which any of that's, it's all legal, have at it. You don't have to apologize for your choices as an adult unless you're hurting somebody. And of course you do have to then. But, but to any, once you bring the kids into it, I mean, honestly, if my son was in a school and they had what is going on and he was in grade school, he's, he's going to be a senior now. But if that was going on now in my kid's middle school or, or, or grade school, I, I would call the police on a teacher for exposing my kids to anything of sexual nature. I mean, period. I'm not sure why these parents are not calling and raising. I, I, I don't know what you mean, a sexual nature. I mean, when I see a sign that says it's not going to lick itself, I, I it think of ice cream. Legal. Like, um, the, the, I, I don't want to label anybody with names as they are this or that, but I mean, it's, and it's not about that. It's, it's like, if say I'm a teacher and I'm telling the kids about the, the straight stuff that me and my wife did in the bedroom, yeah, it is wildly okay. inappropriate. If I'm bringing pictures and videos or taking, bringing them to places to watch. Yeah, that, that that's the thing. It, it We don't even need to get into the conversation about what are the genders or the pronouns or the sexual proclivities. It's this is literacy rates are like literally between 20 and 30 percent. And in some We're, cities, Arizona is like 49th in the nation for education. So <laughs> with that, kids can't do math. Kids can't read. Why do we have time for drag queen story hours? You know why the drag queens are in there reading? Because they know how to freaking read because the kids can't. But that's right. probably the best excuse for why they're in there. Like teach the kids the normal stuff that you and I learned in school. Right. right. And not, you know, how to do these weird... It, when Over-sexualize over anything. Well, I think the teachers are different. Like when I grew up, my teachers, one through 12 grades, like we were friends with our teachers. Our teachers, I, I don't know, it was a different breed of teacher. You know what I mean? They've, they've come up with this new crop of teachers and not all teachers. My son does have some really, really good teachers. So I don't want to say that. It's not all or nothing. But they have woven themselves in quite handily, I will say, oh, yeah. um, to the system. And we as parents, let's get back to Loudoun County and Virginia and all that. And we have it in Scottsdale too. Um, anybody watching in Arizona, Sherry Sapir, public, uh, superintendent of public instruction candidate, check her out. Um, she would like to take CRT out of it and SEL nice. out of it, social emotional learning. Um, so we as parents have to just, just pay attention. I did not know SEL was not great for my kids. Now my son, he's 17. He doesn't really pay attention to their memos in school or their emails. Um, but, but you have to as a parent. And so we just need to cut that stuff out and ask them to go back to the ABCs, one, two, threes, and teach our kids 49th in the nation in Arizona is atrocious for all the parents who want to move here from all the other States like California and all the blue States. You want to bring your kids here? Just know we don't have a great education system. So unless you can homeschool, your kids are going to be at the lower end of the testing when they get out. So just saying that, unless you don't put the time in. Um, and also, I don't really want everybody to flood over here because they're killing our housing market also. So just beware where you move and check those things out. They're important. Yeah, we have sun and love that. But if I, my son was younger, I would probably have to take him out and figure out how to homeschool 
I wouldn't be able to put up with the school system as it is. So kudos to you for doing it. I think it's amazing if you can. And I have friends out here, um, a girlfriend uh, worked the audit, eight kids. She's homeschooled all her kids. Of course, they're lovely, beautiful children, um, which I think makes a big difference too in who they become later. And we need to have good people raising good people because they're going to be the people running us in a few years. So something to keep in mind, I'd say. For um, sure. So yeah. guys, uh, there are a whole bunch of things that you can do um, to support the show. The easiest thing you could do wherever you're watching is just like or leave a comment. If you're watching on one of the leftist-controlled platforms, leave a comment. They hate it. But they hate even more than that is if you subscribe and share this with someone like, ooh, here, you can you can watch this uh, you know, racist, hate-filled, right-wing, whatever they're going to label it. Uh, you know, with more people. So share it with someone that you know, like, share, and subscribe. Uh, definitely go to patriot underscore mom 007. You don't have to type all of that in. You could just type in patriot mom 007 into YouTube and give uh, Noelle a follow. Watch her video. She's got some serious... You can see I was watching these uh, last Thank night. Thank you. He's got some uh, serious interviews on here. So you guys have got to subscribe. Uh, she's got her social links. Just go to her YouTube channel. It's Patriot underscore Mom 007 or just Patriot Mom 007. You know, uh, I find the underscore might be necessary. So many people are piggybacking on Patriot Mommy, Patriot yeah. Mama. So the underscore does differentiate. Look for my logo. That's how you know. I'm waving a flag. Yeah, this this logo flag. here. I would go to the YouTube first because her social links are pinned up here. Um, because I I actually tweeted out like, oh, hey, support this page. I met a great Patriot today supporter. It was the wrong Patriot Mom 007. Yeah, so just like no else. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, the logo. The logo is the key, though. It's an original logo. So, um, And I have a Linktree now, which I'm actually found out Linktree actually cuts some people off sometimes. So thank you, Michelle, oh, yeah, for that little do. tip. So I'm going to switch it to whatever... She gave me the the, the oh, other alternative. So on my other channels, there'll be a link and it'll take you to all the rest of the, the list. Um, I'd really love if, if everybody's listening, I'd love some extra subscribers on my YouTube. I'm really trying. I like social media. It's the way of the world. But I really would like to produce a little more quality content for everyone. You can see what's happening in our state, um, who we have here, what's going on. The shout outs on social media are great. I do those too. But I like to be a little bit more comprehensive in, in, in what I'm going to be doing in the future. And um, so send your friends there and watch some videos, watch some of my interviews and see what's happening over here. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised by some of our people out here who's work, who are working to improve oh, our state. Everything's happen, happening in Arizona. Uh, she's got interviews with Sheriff Lamb. She's got interviews with everyone. You guys got to follow. There's the, if you're a visual, a visual listener, what that's not a thing. If you're uh, consuming this on a visual platform, uh, there's the logo. That's how you know that you're in the right place. It's this Patriot Mom 007. Just look. Matt, back. actually, Matt Gates is going up soon. I'm getting him up. I, I, I met him up. Yeah. So I had, uh, a nice little chat with him a while ago. So yeah, take a look. There'll be some new things popping up. I'm going on vacation this Friday to South Dakota. I'm going to do some things from South Dakota too. We'll be at Mount Rushmore. We'll be at, you know, some of the really, oh. really great, iconic, um, you know, places in our country. If that you interview Christy Noem, I'm going to die. 
I guess I could call her office. I mean, I just, I, I'm the sure, biggest Christy Noem well. fanboy you've ever met. I love her in TF. I love her too. She's fantastic. I, I would like her to stay. Her and Ron DeSantis, I would like them to stay where they are because they're holding those parts of the country down quite nicely. I feel like if they move around anywhere closer to your side of town on the East I Coast, agree. things might yeah. get too disrupted by who would replace them. And and let's face it, I don't know that everything can really be managed from the top office of our nation anymore. I think the governorships hold much, much more balance in the states. Um, so I encourage our best people who are governors to stay where they're at for the sake of their people long-term. Uh, we don't want uh, Florida coast to turn into Southern Arizona border coast with boats, which would happen if DeSantis moved North um, yep. the cycle. So things to keep in mind, I'm just putting it out there for anybody who knows anybody in office, let them know we like them where they're at and they just need to keep doing that. You know, there's not All a lot right. of glory when they're shouting you down every day and you, you're getting censured every day by your own Congress and, and you can't get anything done. So, you know, it's a good tagline on your card and it looks good on TV when it says president of the United States underneath you on the banner. But if you're not able to be effective, it's not an awesome position. And we'll talk about, don't let me forget that because we're going to talk about exactly, because I've been saying the same thing, but let me finish these plugs. Uh, right. Guys, so like, share, and subscribe. Easiest way to support my show, to support Noel's show, Patriot Mom 007. Um, if you, you know, maybe somehow all of your extra cash is not going into your gas tank, then you can offer some financial support. It's djmobileyshow.com slash support. Uh, there are also some other ways that you can support in the description below here. Uh, guys, you can come out and see me live. I'm going to be broadcasting live uh, out of Virginia Beach on July 8 and 9. I have it right in front of me. Let me just look at it. Yes, uh, July 8 and 9, all day long with the Reawaken America Tour with Clay Clark. Um, if you can go to that, go to that. Tickets are only going to be... Actually, let me check and make sure that they're not out. Uh, okay, well, so many of the the stops already sold out. Virginia Beach is not sold out. Guys, Tulsa is not sold out. Uh, Rochester, New York is not sold out. Every other stop is. So make sure that you go to... Uh, um, you can go to djmobileyshow.com slash events uh, to get your tickets. Um, but just, you know, you can see the guests here. Everyone's going to be there. General Flynn, uh uh, Cash Patel, Mike Lindell. I'm looking at all these faces and like names are getting jumbled together. He, you got if you don't know this guy, Reverend Bill Cook. He's going to be there, and he is incredible. Uh, so it's the Reawaken America tour. Uh, I'm going to be broadcasting July eight nine out of Virginia Beach. Definitely sign up and go if you can. If you can't, then it's probably going to be streamed. Uh, so check it out on there. And I think that brings me to the end of the plugs. Let's close that because I don't like it just floating there in the background. Um, yeah, just put that in a chat. Throw that out there for everybody. I use this app. I've used it for a couple of years. I've got 75 bucks sitting in it. Uh, it banks money when you get gas. Right now, it's usually 10 cents. I know everybody uses Costco, but not every, I don't use Costco. I, don't, I won't pay to shop somewhere um, personally. I think that's weird. But um, like here, take my $120 so I can come into your store. Like, I think that's so weird. 
But um, <laughs> I don't know why anybody does that. And especially when you can buy wholesale online at other places, which check out my website. We'll be talking about that uh, on some of my feeds later in the USA, as a matter of fact. Um, so get outside. You put it on your phone. It takes like one second to activate when you get to the to the uh, Circle K's participate, Shell's participate. We have Fry's, which is Kroger's, other places. Um, they go between 10 cents and now up to 20 Four cents. I saw the other day. Actually, somebody had twenty-seven cents. It maps it for you, um, and it you just get the gas. You can hook a credit card to it. I use my two percent gas back credit card, so I get two percent from my bank, and then I get the the extra money from them. And it just banks into a cash account. I just let it sit up there, and you can cash out whenever you want. So you do get money back. It's easy to do. There's a code there. I mean, send it to everyone. Everybody needs to be saving. I'm, I have a Prius. It was $22. I filled up yesterday for $56 and it was 22. Then it was same. I I went from 20, 22 to about 50 and our minivan is like 99 bucks. I'm like, Oh gosh. Hey, you, you guys voted for this most popular president in the history of the world. And I'm still calling uh, for evil, white, racist Donald Trump uh, to be investigated for election fraud, okay? It, we, we know there are 133 registered, a million registered voters, and we know that Joe Biden got 81 million votes. So Donald Trump, he lost, but he also cheated to get his 74 million votes. And we've got to investigate this guy. You know, forget about January 6th. This is fraud like you've never seen, okay? We need eyeballs on the ballots. Right. Um, you know, so so we can catch uh, who we obviously know, Donald Trump, uh, the criminal doing the wrong thing. Um, but that that's a whole another story. Guys, stop calling for Ron DeSantis to run for president. Ron DeSantis is a firebrand. He's young and he could have a brilliant political career ahead of him or thinking about how we've been getting our butts kicked. We, right. we have been getting our butts handed to us playing tic-tac-toe while the Democrats and the leftists and the globalists are playing 3D chess. I'm So I'm, uh, you know, Bill Gates. I'm one of these leftist oligarchs. Oh, I, I let Ron DeSantis win two terms and be president. And the, the conservative movement burns that bullet. What does he do after he's president? Write right. books? go around and speak to people, kiss babies. No, we need him in the arena, not on the sideline, taking pictures and signing autographs. You do not burn a, a super high potential person like him. Same thing with Christy Nome. Guys, Christy Nome is, she's like 50 years old. She has a brilliant career ahead of her. We don't want her in the White House. Uh, you know, uh, maybe as vice, and, uh, well, vice president can sometimes just taint your career. Um, but let these warriors fight in the Coliseum. Don't bench right. them. Yeah, because what's the alternative? DeSantis gets in. What do you think happens? They'll be in, if they flip it, they'll be just he'll just be in a virtual uh, a perpetual impeachment. So yeah, and then Florida turns into a tumultuous state. Yeah, if you like, thought they came over in boats before that border. <laughs> They will be running drugs and guns across the entire southern border, except California, because they have a wall over there, by the way. So they they stop at California uh, because they actually got the whole wall up. And they got to come right through Tijuana, right in that little strip there. Uh, but all the way across to, to, to Florida, down the Keys, 
those boats will be running. They'll be dropping people off in the middle of the night, just like they do now on planes across America. So please, governors of our good states who are doing a good job, please don't have ridiculously high aspirations that really just plummet you into the depth of hell. And then they're not high anymore. Then you're just low scraping to try to get back up because people are just punching you down constantly in your own, in your own arena. And, um, you know, if you're, well, well, I guess we'll know who the true patriots are. The people who truly love our country will stay where they are because they are the most effective and they, they will know that they are. And if they are opportunists and they want to do the circuit later after they do a four year, eight year term, if they get that lucky, then they'll do that. And that will probably be, <laughs> be a good gauge for those of us on this side who are like, oh, darn, I thought they were better than that. But they loved our country. want to help. So stay where you so- are. We haven't talked a ton about the rhino problem. I'm like, we know our our representatives are just littered with rhinos from Lindsey Graham. We we've got like magic trick performing rhinos like Dan Dan Crenshaw, who came onto the scene. He seemed like the most conservative yeah, guy in the world. Like, kudos to that man because he tricked millions, myself and I mean, he's like shooting you know, Gatling yeah. guns parachuting down out of planes with like yep. these disabled vet special operators. Europe. Yeah. And not to disparage his service. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. And, you know. And he, yeah, I know. Yeah. My 11 years of service were not, not like either. Dan's at all. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, but what, what do we do about these freaking rhinos? You know, uh, a lot of people, so... Of course, we have them here in Arizona too, and and a lot of so in my salon, I still work in there a day a week. Um, a, a lot of people, a lot of clients will say, "Noel, you're involved locally. Like, who should we vote for?" You know, we have Carrie Lake running for governor, and um, she's really strong in the polls, and she's you know people love her. She was a, a a a household person for years out here on TV and the news. So they asked me, or the Senate. We've got Kelly. We've got running against Jim Layman, Blake Masters. Um, Brnovich, no, like, don't anybody vote for Mark Brnovich if anybody's watching me right now. Because <laughs> so, if, if he was a good attorney general and he's our top law enforcement official, we wouldn't have such a bad uh, problem at the border. So just saying that. So if he hasn't been effective on that, let's not see if he's going to be effective on anything else. Um, uh, and I just tell them, you know, I, I've met many of them many times and they all seem like very reasonably nice people, um, some more than others. But I tell everybody, we do, I don't know. I don't know because nobody knows until somebody truly gets into office and find we find out who they surround themselves with and and who they are as a, as, as the not candidate, as the person in office. There is really no gauge. It's, it, and it's hard to say that, but it is true. People can turn on a dime. We hope that they are who they seem. You have to go with your gut. Part of what I want to do when I talk to people in studio, when I get my American Perspective show up and running a little bit more more uh, regularly, is to find out who they are as people, because who they were as as growing up, who their family is, how they raised their kids, should be at least a semi decent gauge of of who they are in office, and they will hopefully carry that through. But honestly, I hate to say it's kind of crapshoot, but it is kind of a crapshoot because. People change with people around them and you don't know who's in their ears. So let's just all do our homework 
Let's read about them. Let's read all the articles. Don't look at the bad articles. Those are man-made. Look at the things about them. If you can go to meetings with them, Clay Clark's event, I went in January. I met Mike Flynn. Was there. I met so many amazing people. Go to Clay Clark's event. Um, it is worth it. You will learn a lot. You will meet a lot of people right there in front of you. You can talk to them. And you have to get to know the candidates in your area and use your instincts as you have the rest of your life into that moment on your judgment and try to use that as your gauge. You know, asking friends is great. Everybody has an opinion. I have many as well. I don't know if I'm right. I think I'm always right, but some people would tell you I'm never right. My kids would be like, you're never right, mom. And then they're, later they're like, oh God, God, you're right again. Like that's a mom thing though. Moms are right. Yeah, mom, mom's usually always moms right. Moms are usually right. But I'm just saying in this arena, you just, we just have to try to do our homework and, and, and do a lot of prayers. And, and, you know, if you don't believe in prayers, cross your fingers, whatever you believe in, because it's hard. It's hard to judge people when they're running around town saying, look at me, look at me. I'm going to be awesome. They all seem super awesome. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you look at their websites, it's all the same stuff. Here's the thing. It's worth doing. I was looking for this tweet because I knew I had it bookmarked. It's worth doing. Like Booker says here, another one bites the dust. Tom Rice voted to impeach Trump, and you you got guys like Scott Kressler. You got guys like uh, a lot of Turning Point people shining lights on on rhinos. Uh, the Firebrands, uh, MTG, Lauren Bobart, saying, "Hey, you vote for this crap. You're sending billions of dollars to Ukraine, and you're voting to impeach the president again. Uh, we're getting rid of you." Uh, uh, Sorry, Tom Rice, you you, right. you you go bye-bye. Like we told you, like, look at this vote. 51% of the primary vote uh, yep. went to oust, to oust Rice, who who got less than half of the... It's not that he got all the... It wasn't 51-49, guys. Don't right. listen to that fake news. These are the results. He got 24.5% right. uh, of the vote. This is how it happens. If you were this guy, if you were an establishmentarian... Rhino, a uniparty globalist rhino uh, that takes flag selfies and and shoots a gun once a year to get a cool video to put on your website. We are getting rid of you. Same thing right here. Uh, called out by shout out for at Real Mac Report. Awesome Twitter feed to follow. George guys. George Nema, love him. He's out here in Arizona. We love George. He's everywhere around town. Oh yeah, check out his website. He's got all the videos. Yes. Yes, yes. But here's the thing. The Hispanic shift uh, to the conservatives is the most important story of, of American politics. You're not going to see it. Remember, remember they... Here, let me move us over. Remember, they said on MSNBC, we're not news. You, you, we're not media. We don't know what we're doing. Uh, you don't go to Facebook. You don't go to social media apps or to these virtual streaming things like YouTube, Rumble. You don't go to those for news. This isn't real. Only they are news. Only CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS. We we don't know. They're not covering this because they don't want you to know. You hear uh, you hear about their support, leftist support from immigrants and um, Latinx, Latinx. That that's like flagrantly offensive. Have you ever called a Puerto Rican Mexican? My best friend is Puerto Rican. Uh, and it's funny, he's Puerto Rican, his wife is Mexican, and I intentionally call them the reverse. I mean, they've got it like tattooed on their bodies. Like he's got like a Puerto Rican flag. Uh, and, you know, I know. Uh, but 
they just try and lump everyone together. They did the same thing with the Asians for uh, what's what's the they came up with a new acronym that lumps all these Asian and like Pacific Island people groups oh. together. And it's like, okay, have you ever been to Asia? Because uh, Chinese, Vietnamese, North and South Korean, uh, all, all of these groups, Japanese, they don't get along. Like, are you kidding? But anyway, right? Uh, this is this is bad for them. This is this is election uh, data, and and this is what's going on uh, with the Hispanic vote here. And it 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 doesn't look pretty. It doesn't look pretty for them. It looks great for us. This yeah. is the red wave that we told everyone was going to happen. Uh, but again, and you know, it, uh, it can't rice lost to uh, uh, President Trump did endorse the, the the candidate who took rice out last night, also and got behind him. So um, Russell Fry, Russell Fry, thank you because I had not heard of him before last night. So congratulations to him winning that uh, primary. Yeah, it's getting job. retweeted right now, like live. Yeah, let <laughs> us and if you and if you watch the news and you're like, well, wait a minute, I was on watching Joe Mobley the other day and he had different numbers, then just get on Google it for yourself. Use Google to our advantage instead of their advantage. Fact check us. And, and, and then when you or just look up your stuff where you are to see what's happening and then post it for all your friends to see so they don't have to worry about what they're being lied to about on the TV that night by all the media, by the way. I listen, I watch Fox News too, sometimes just in the background. But um, but I, I'm disappointed too. It's it's a it's a it's a crime that they're on the bandwagon of of suppression and uh, not reporting important things like 2,000 mules. If you haven't seen the movie, uh, Arizona's in it. Uh, stuffing ballots is a real thing in the boxes in these drop boxes. We we put some laws out. Some other states are putting some laws out now that just got passed. But watch the movie. You can get it for like 4.99 online. I think. Um, check out all of Dinesh D'Souza's movies. He's actually quite a documentarian. Um, and he just kind of brings it to you straight, not a lot of fluff. So these are real things and real problems. They're not here in Arizona. They're not just in Loudoun County. They're not just in the hot spots around town. That's how they have gotten to where they are, right? They've calculated all the areas of the nation, not just the big zones. And uh, if anybody thinks they're going to stop doing that, that they're going to continue doing that probably a little more forcefully, maybe a little more under, underhandedly come up the next election cycle. So just be on your toes, be involved. If you can't be involved, encourage your neighbor to be involved, you know, like, Hey, great job. So glad you're doing it. Cause I don't have time. Like encourage them, be neighborly, you know, be engaged and, and tweet out tweet. I don't, I'm not a big tweeter. Um, Gonna be you're you're but not a big tweet. I had people I messaging like, me. I, like, I just got on tweet any... like a month and a half ago, like ever. Yeah. And people like yell at me, and I know that's a thing. And so I try to be really polite. Like I'm not an offensive person, and certainly not on social media. I wouldn't be like f you or like any of that kind of stuff. Like people are kind of rude. And I I won't post f you, but if you want to no. get into it on the internet, I'm your guy. Well, because I don't. My kids to see my posts. Like I don't want my kids to talk like that. So I don't want my kids to be like, "Well, mom, you said it online." I'm like, "Oh, yeah, yeah you can't say that." I don't but, talk like that in real life or online. Uh, but I, I do go after people. I, I enjoy an internet. I try scuffle. to say, I always try to put with respect to your comment. Is kind of how I usually phrase it because out of respect for what you said. Because everybody wants to be respected, and even if they're not respectful of you, we all know the golden rule: we do unto others. We, as we want them to do unto us. So 
that goes up for social media too, I believe. And See, this is was nicer on social media, then everybody would be nicer in general, I think, in person. This is the thing. It's funny because you know, I, I'm a Christian too. And you know what? I'm gonna save this for after the show. I've been telling people I'm not gonna forget that this, this is a, a disagreement, a meaning of confession. But if you want to hear it, then if you're a podcast listener, radio listener, if you're on ScrewTube or uh, anywhere else that you could be watching this, you got to go to Rumble because we are going to drop you all off. So thanks for watching. It's the Joe Mobley Show, guys. It's presented by Birch Gold Group. Let me flash that sign one more time. All you got to do is text Mobley to 989898 to learn everything that you need to do to succeed uh, with the gold IRA. So Facebook with the gold, with the precious metals IRA, you got to do it today, folks. Don't sign into like your Fidelity app. It's not good for your health. Get your money out of TD Ameritrade. Yeah, exactly. All right. So Facebook, thanks for watching. We will see you guys in the next one. And Getter, we're going to, you know what, Getter, we're not going to drop you guys off. So Getter and Rumble. Getter and Rumble, the fight is between like, is the show exclusively going to be on Rumble or Getter? I don't know yet. Uh, it, it's an ongoing thing, but we'll we'll leave you both up. This is something that it's not like a hardcore disagreement, but you you go back to like the meaning of confess. Like people talk about hey, what is confession? It literally means to call the thing the same thing. You know, it's lying, it's stealing, it's cheating. We need we need to call it the same thing. This thing was done, and I do that. <laughs> it's it's uh it's pretty bad. I, I people say stupid stuff on the internet and I call them stupid. I really do. I've stopped saying libtards. Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah, we need to be more respectful if we want them to be more respectful. As a mom, I would tell you that you're much younger but, than but with the logic fails because people use these ridiculous circular reasoning arguments. Uh they they use these ridiculous arguments about economics, about inflation, about uh, gender ideology, about religion, about any politics as a whole. Uh, and I call it out. And I'm just like, I'm I'm just very skilled in debate. I enjoy doing it. And I squeeze it into the 180 characters, whatever. I try not to do six and seven thread tweets. Um, and I don't blog people unless they're like spamming me. There'll be people that like spam your, your messages with porn or just prof- profanity all over the place. You guys get blocked, you know, no surprise yeah. there. Yeah, just delete block. But but you other people, when when it's pretty juicy, I I only have like twenty four thousand followers, but I tweet that stupid comment out on my main feed uh, for all the world to see because you know who you are. You're saying stupid stuff, and I come onto the scene and I say, "Hey, what you said was dumb. Like, <laughs> like don't do it." Uh, but yeah, so. Those, those are the accounts. You can, Noel will be nice to you. I'll be okay. nice. And I I'll try be to respectful. When I shoot back, I try to source what I say so that somebody has some facts <laughs> to back them up. Nobody puts any source. I'm in school right now, so we got to source everything or we don't get a grade, right? You got to source everything. So yeah. uh, I source everything if I can. I put links to articles. I mean, read things for yourself. You don't have to. Oh, yeah. Like gun violence. Let me, let me try and pull this up like real time. Let's see you know, here. we could do like a three hour show. I guess I should have you on my show. Yeah. Do, I'll give you more time than you're going to give me. Well, I'm not going to have you on for three hours. I was going to. I was going to. I am going to surprise you with a game that I play with some guests, but only this is how you know that you're a fun guest. I only break this out for fun guests. Awesome. Uh, have, have you ever played like the Would You Rather? type game i mean yes i guess 
Perfect. Well, this is not going to be like that because it's a clean show, Noel. <laughs> no, but there's an awesome website. It's either.io. Some of you say either, whatever, either, either, uh, E-I-T-H-E-R.io. And it's this cool website. It's just like these crowdsourced. You can see, nope, our heads are there. So let's go over here. You can see like how many people have taken it. hundred, no, 1.25 million people have taken this. So we'll take it and then it'll tabulate a new whatever. Um, but it's just kind of laid back and fun because sometimes the episodes get like so like deep into like the Uvalde episode, like we had to, you know, play a game or have a drink or do something. Um, yeah, would, I mean, I wonder, I think this is supposed to say, would you rather be, it just says, would you rather, uh, 80s child star actor or a 60s one hit wonder? Um, well, I know which one. What? 80s child star actor, my era. Are you kidding me? Oh, no. I'm 60s one hit wonder because child actors go crazy. Only if they're crazy and they have bad management. They get like stunted. They get, okay, well, it's a split decision. Here, we'll we'll go with Noelle's. Wow. Well, the the vast population of people are on on your side. You can't go wrong in the 80s. All right. So, what are your favorite 80s TV shows? Chips, Emergency. Um, I was I mean, expecting I, like Laverne and Shirley. I mean, or like yes, Happy Love Boat, Every Friday, Love Boat, Fantasy Island when I was a kid. Bonanza, Is it bad that Zero, I watched these same shows when I was a kid and I was born in 89? Milligan's <laughs> Island in school at 4.30, followed by the Brady Bunch when we were in grade school. And then Bonanza and Big Valley on Saturdays. My dad's a big Western on Wayne guy, so we always had the Westerns on on Saturday growing up, cleaning the house as kids. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, like the eight, I like the 80s. Eight is enough. I mean, come on. The family ties. I mean, you name it. <laughs> As a kid, I watched a lot of TV. We were pretty kind of a strict household growing up, being Middle Eastern and all. So we weren't allowed to like run around town uh, like kids do today. So uh, we were cleaning houses on Saturday, listening <laughs> to to Bing Crosby records. Um, oh man, and hey, still listening Martin to Bing still yeah, and Dean so, Martin. So I appreciate all the '80s. That's just kind of my era. Wow. Well, Eliza and I are recreating uh, your childhood because we listened to those uh, same singers, you know, Good. back when singers could kids. sing. Real music uh, they can sing to and understand the words of, which is important. Music is important. But not crappy music. This one is silly. If there were no risk of injury, would you rather hug a panda or a polar bear? I mean, pandas are so cute, so that's a natural inclination. But polar bears are white, and I love white like beautiful it's big they are they have beautiful faces i'm gonna go polar bear i'm gonna go polar bear too because you like pandas are pretty docile like you might be able to hug a panda in real life a polar bear there's like this saying if you see a polar bear you're already dead like they they can smell for something like 80 or 100 miles Uh, they can swim in that frozen water and like poke up out of the eye they can run like yeah the wind way faster than yeah so like there's no chance to hug a polar bear in real life (gasps) people want to hug the panda you can probably yeah you can probably hug a panda you know like i I, i'm not endorsing it but like (laughs) do and try to hug the panda today that might be something you can do now i've not done it here today guys but 
Maybe you're like still social distancing oh, for some reason. Um, but uh, I'll I'll read them out loud too if you don't want to. Maybe you're still social distancing for some reason or whatever. This is just a really, if you're a digital creator, this is a great game to bring in, you know, some of your fans, maybe into a Zoom meeting and play this with them. It's a great game to play uh, with friends and family. So again, it's either.io, not a sponsor of the show, not affiliated with them at all. Uh, but I did want to say that there are like settings in here because some of the questions are like lewd, crude, whatever. I have not adjusted those settings. If we see one of those, we're just going to gloss on by it. Uh, but that's okay. your, it's not a trigger warning. I don't believe in those, but that's your, uh, you know, watch at your own risk or whatever. Would you rather slam your hand on top of a thumbtack with a half inch pin that sounds terrible. Or shoot yourself. Oh my gosh. Shoot yourself in the top of the foot with the nail gun. I'd have to go with the nail gun from a distance. I think. Because it's gonna be through your shoe. Gotta think it through. I, I just go, I, I feel I like the pin feel. I feel like the pin is so much smaller than the nail though. I mean, okay, well that's good reasoning skills. Yes. I I yes. Okay, I'm with you on the half inch pin. I mean, half inch, yeah. I mean, yeah. So I'm I'm in high school, right? Here, let's let's click it first and see. Wow, that's that's a split decision. So I'm in high school, and I for a brief stint, I worked at this place called Zero Subs at Salem Crossing in Virginia Beach. You know what? I'm gonna be in Virginia Beach, July seven, eight, nine. I'm gonna go to that Zero Subs if it's still there. but, you know, it's like a bunch of teenagers working there. We were always horsing around and stuff. I remember, oh, man, the manager, it was the manager or the owner. Um, one was Danny, one was Randy. Um, and I think it was Randy comes in. And you know that receipt thing, that needle that you put receipts on? Yes. Oh, my God. <clears throat> he, like, slammed his hand down on it somehow. It was like a really bad receipt you know, malfunction or whatever. And it went through his freaking hand. Oh my, that sounds horrible. And I still like cringe just thinking about, cause he, he like, you know, he like lifts his hand up and it's like through it, but it's, it's through like the palm part of the hand. Oh, oh that's freaking terrible. Um, anyway, but that was no a good choice there. No good choice there. <laughs> That was something colorful forever. If you were in high school, would you rather have your face covered in severe acne or be extremely fat? Ooh. Hmm. Well, having been a teenager in high school previous to this year, um, I mean, I did have acne uh, here and there in high school. So I would have to go with that. It's easier to overcome in the long run. See, and I was thinking about that same thing too. I know it's it's interesting. Is it the type of acne that you can't get rid of? Because anyone could do anything about being extremely fat. Uh, I don't it's know. It's 22. You can fix anything on your face. Yeah. They've got, they've got something for everything. Uh-huh. Going to go with the acne. You know, this is interesting because what, what this question really says is that uh, 69% of people are fat shamers. That's what they... Did you see... Like they've they've added, and this is why we're on Getter and Rumble because this is a bad word that will get you banned on other platforms. Now they're constantly adding bullcrap to the list of stuff that you can't say. Yeah. Did you see that they've added because of Lizzo's song "Girls" with no R? You know um, what? I heard a blurb about it, but I didn't hear the story yesterday. 
So she says, I'm a spaz in, in the song. And one person, count it one, 330-something billion people in the U.S., billions of people on Earth, one person who had, like, fibromyalgia, I think, okay. um, which apparently, you know, news to me, but news to every fibromyalgia, I think it's the, the nerve disorder. It, it has a... It's an uh, like, disease. Yeah, but like, so like uh, spasms and spastic action is like a medical term. No one who says that guy's a spaz means the medical term. Like, I'm like listening to it and that's when I learn like, oh, okay, well, I guess you could have like a spastic colon or like facial spasms. Like, yeah, there's the medical term. But when someone says spaz, they mean someone who's like hyperactive, flighty, uh, you know, right, twitchy. Right. Spastic. Yeah, that's what it used to mean. Well, now it's medical discrimination and it's, it's you know, on the same ranks as like the N-word, uh, oh, retard. Like you can't, these are all the words and they're constantly making a bad word that you can't say that, you can't say that, you can't say that. Uh, for a while you could say gay, but now it's like pride so you can say it, it's super confusing by the way, it used to mean happy of every whoever doesn't know that gay used to mean happy so it's not really a bad word at all we, i think yeah. that we went wrong when we let somebody create a new dictionary and nobody yes. that process and now there's a new dictionary now two new dictionaries one's on the on urban which i don't even i don't look at it i hear these words like i use my old words we grew up with words they were fine they worked for everything they some had less great meanings than others some had better meanings now than they did just i stick with you listen i'm in the half century mark we did good when i was growing <laughs> up i liked our rules i follow our rules they seem to work out really well for me in my world and everybody i know is in my world so we're going i'm going old school with this let's just stick with the old original dictionary everybody can google it it's called miriam webster's they have all the real words and sayings from the derivatives and inception of words. And if you, we all you got a that, time machine it too. Yeah, let's they, time machine that. They freaking okay. change exactly, the definitions. Exactly. For sure. All right. Stargirl AZ on Rumble says, Noel, you rock your PC friend, Jaleen. Jaleen? Jaleen. She's my PC. She's actually my PC, like, not my chairman, but she's like my. PC director, and I'm not sure of the title yet, but she's my neighbor, and she got me to be a PC. See, that's how I even not get involved. I didn't even know her as my neighbor around the corner, and uh, I like you. Yeah, now you do. So I'd love to pull these comments up on screen, but like I said, I can't because okay. the platforms okay. don't support it. Uh, but yeah, I like Noel was saying. Yeah, I I subscribe to that too. I don't shy away from using words because political correctness is a necessary step to totalitarianism. And it's not a theory. It's what, you know, dictators that didn't even know each other, you know, Stalin, Mao, dictators in Cambodia, countries in conflicts that most Americans have never even freaking heard about. Right. Um, the popular ones, you know, Hitler, Mussolini, ooh, like they were extra bad. You know, these, these douchebags are all cut from the same douche cloth. Um, it's part of their thing. Again, Saul Alinsky's Eight Steps for Control, it's part of their like doctrine right. that you have to control welfare, health, 
food, religion. You have to control all of these things. And language is the means by which you manipulate society into that control. Again, confession. To confess is to call the thing the same thing. It's lying, it's cheating, it's stealing, it's bad. This is good, this is righteous. If we can't call things the same things, then this is a disordered system. It's true, it's true. The world is ordered, not disordered. That's right. And I would say, use your words the way you know you should. If you're a functioning adult and you've been around for a few years, you know what's right and what's wrong to say out loud. If you offend somebody, apologize. Don't change the way you speak. Just maybe don't use that word with them again. I mean, we don't have to change our entire worlds and beings to get along with each other. Just apologize, move on, and don't do it again with that person. If it's online, who cares? I mean, you can't not offend anybody online. That's just a, a, a wishful thinking that would never happen. So stop listening to the new verbiage and the new dictionary and the new rules. And let's just go with the rules we know, which I will say again, don't know a lot of scripture, but I know the do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And if you just stick just with, if you only know that one and you live that one, again, <laughs> one will get you through life quite nicely and it, you would be treated back more often the same by others if you project that one rule. <laughs> and then the do not steal, do not cheat, do not lie, do not murder, also very important. Yeah. But not a lot of people are murdering a lot of people. That's... I mean, it's prevalent, but not in our world. So just be nice, be kind, be polite, be thoughtful, be mindful. I I tell people clarity is kindness. I I think that telling the truth is a kindness, not shoving it down people's face. I've got neighbors that are Muslims. The basis of our relationship is not religious ideology because they know that I believe in Jesus Christ and they believe in in Allah and, and it is what it is. And we see each other. The, the, the basis of your relationship doesn't need to be your disagreements, okay? My neighbors are all flaming liberals. We can still have dinner and we could still, because there's so much more of our lives that's not overtly political ideology, religious ideology. Like we don't, I, my friends who are pacifists, I don't ask them if they want to go to the freaking range or if they want to go hunting. Like, right. you just we, we, we got to be smart about our relationships. And just respect other people's likes and dislikes. And you can still talk about the disagreements. We shouldn't not talk about them. Uh, my sister is a perfect example. She's in Portland, Oregon, where we grew up for most of our lives. And, um, you know, she's definitely more, I'm not going to say liberal, because she's, as we get older, I think you get less liberal, even if you are a little bit. But, um, but she's not in my camp, 100%. Now her son, uh, my nephew, who's in his mid-20s, he's was way more in the other camp. And I think as he's gotten older and he's a manager in a, in a, in a big dealership out there now, he's working for a living. He's kind of seen a different point of view as an adult functioning in the world. And, and, you know, you can still talk about things as I have with them for years and, and slowly, like he's kind of come around on a couple things and, and so do people. And it's not that you have to convince them, but we do mm-hmm. have to talk about them in case somebody does decide they want a different point of view. And I'll say this about social media real quick. Everybody I know jumped off Facebook and Instagram. I just got on. I just got on everything. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wait, I'm on now. Everybody get back on. But Same. I, 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 I just got on two years ago. Don't get off. 
don't get off of any of the other platforms that you don't like or don't like you. Because if everybody does that and we just want true social and we just want getter and we just talk to each other, it doesn't really accomplish a lot of things. You know what I mean? Like we have to continue to engage in a universal, nationally universal way. Um, and not just cut those people out that are maybe, maybe they're mean to you on online, but you could just be nice back. Kindness does kill still. And, um, if more people remembered kindness kills, um, just, you know, keep it going and, and keep talking to them. And believe me, more people are changing their minds these days than ever before in the last four years. Oh, so, yeah. you know, the well, next six months, a lot of people are going to be jumping ship to your ship. So hyperinflation and recession and, okay. uh, you know, economic Everything. decline and all this instability kind of does that. Crime. Oh, yeah. gosh, the crying. You call 911 and you get an automated message saying that they're not coming to help. And, uh, sorry, so they, they, they ran out of gas. Yes, the police will put you on hold now in Arizona, too. Um, yeah. I got that recently for a, a report I had to make. Nothing super well, important. what kind of emergency are we talking? Like, serious? We only have so much gas. Uh, so, like, is someone bleeding out or, like, is this uh, your water just broken? We might have, like, four hours. <laughs> no, it was somebody actually stole my car temporarily. It was a weird tow yard situation, and they took it, and they shouldn't have, and then they wouldn't give it back, and I had to get Portland police involved, who, by the way, were amazing. They actually pushed my car out of the tow yard because they wouldn't release it. The police, in 100-degree weather, actually pushed it out of the yard for me and reclaimed it. Um, but when I called to make a report, you had to go through like all this stuff to get to a person and non-emergency. But then it actually said, we may not be able to respond as quickly as, you know, whatever their verbiage was. So I was like, oh, yikes. I mean, thank God it's not a real emergency. And Yeah, like someone's trying to break into your house. So now we find out how much of a nerd Noel is. So would you, uh, which wizard would you rather be, Gandalf or Dumbledore? Oh, Gandalf. <laughs> and I barely know Harry Potter. I've only seen the first one, I think. Wow. Wow. It's a split decision. Yeah. He's so like regal. Plus, he was cool and he looked cool and he was so wise. And I don't know. Wow. You've got you've got reasons, girl. This is not yeah. a flippant decision. You know, I'm a mom. <laughs> I have a reason for everything. Okay, like Over. I have to everything to my children at all times. So yes, I do have reasons for everything. Over a million people answered this one, and it's Ooh. a split decision, 52-48. Nice, you know? nice. I was going to pick Dumbledore, I'm not going to lie. I, I don't know. Uh, interesting. No way around death. Would you rather be president, but wait. Why does it say no way around death? Okay. Would you rather be president than be impeached after three weeks? Or have complete power over the world, but then get killed after three weeks. What? I mean, obviously, impeachment would be preferable to death. Yeah. Impeachment, you still have the means to go about your business and maybe do something better later. But the other is alternative is... So... I could see some people that are like, you know, I'd rather live under... Michael Noel says, I'd rather live under a benevolent king than... Uh, a tyrannical dictator. Yeah. I could see some people being like, if I had complete power, I could do so much good and then be like a martyr or whatever. Bump that. I'm going president, yeah. then impeached after three weeks. And 41% of people are idiots. Uh, clearly. <laughs> 
terribly. Or at least, at least in disagreement with us. Let's just put it that way. See, that's the alternative way to say that. That's the difference between that's her social and my social. That's the answer you'll get from me if you like slam me on my social. Media. Like, well, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but have you thought about this? That's how I would say it. What the heck is this? Oh my gosh. If you're a podcast listener, if I even put this part on the podcast, you gotta go mean? click the video. I have no idea. Hmm. What is this end quote? Oh, like end quote. Oh, okay, like okay, like end quote. I get it now. Explain <laughs> it to me because I don't get it. Like when people say like in quotes or like oh, quote oh, and like, quote. Oh. Yeah, but they wrote it and quote lick and quote leg. with like this. Anyway, the would you rather lick a person's leg and then, uh, would you rather lick a person's leg if they say hello or bite the person's finger if they say hello? Okay, I have to go with bite only because licking involves more yeah. surface area to surface yep. area. Fighting is less transmissible, anything. Yeah, I'm with you. You can yeah. keep the tongue down on a bite. It's yeah, not, just, yeah, it's gross yeah. either way. But yeah. Who comes up? I don't know how they get these questions, but Alex, this question is weird, my man. That's weird. All right. Ooh, <laughs> oh, ooh. Wow. I would say, I would, that's, I would have to say off the top of my head. Hold on, hold on. Would you rather live as a black man in the 1800s or live as a woman in Afghanistan in present time? Those are bad choices either way. I mean, it sounds bad to say live as a black man. I want to ask a liberal this question so bad. Women in Afghanistan, present time, they just made them wear burqas again and they're shutting down schools and they're never going to put them back up. So Yeah, well, they they can't drive, they can't vote. They're shutting everything down there and they have in the last few months. So I would say at least as a man in the 1800s, potentially you get lucky and find a better pathway. In women in Afghanistan, there is no other pathway unless you leave the country. Well, here's the thing. 1800s is a 100-year period, or 99, if you want to be technical. Uh, One, slavery gets abolished in that time. Uh, And two, um, interestingly enough, you look at like 1890s, the... In the 1890s, a black child in America had a better chance, a wildly, vastly better chance of being born in a two-parent household. The numbers actually flipped on its head. It was like 72, 74% right. of black children born to a two-family household in the 1890s. Uh, but then fast forward to 1970, 1990, or even now, and the numbers completely reversed. It was like right. 30% chance, uh, so 74% of kids uh, not not having the two parents. But the interesting thing is like it it's gone up like that for whites and Asians and Hispanics, but it's supposed to be like a black racist problem. Uh I don't did you pick one? You you pick live as a black man. I, yeah. I mean you have the capacity maybe to get lucky in your life and maybe know the right people and the other I'm, alternative is not 
not good. There's no good. So there. this is the most cancelable thing that I'll say. But I, if I basically the choice to me comes down with would would I rather be a man or a woman? And I just couldn't imagine being oh, a woman with all the crap that, that you guys have to deal with. <laughs> so. yeah, we have to deal with a lot. That is a fact. Like childbirth, I'm out. Like anyone that you have more than one kid, like yeah. I would only do that one time, and I would be like, nope, nope, no, 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 no. Uh, we're we're adopting for all the other things. Like, <laughs> fool me once, type deal. Yeah, that's what I said too. But then you have more, and then it's like, no. yeah, that is incredible. So where are we at? Oh my gosh, an hour yeah. and twenty four. All right, well we are gonna wrap this. Is that the last question? Are we gonna let that? That one is a funny one, and I'm definitely know. gonna be. Uh, this is going to be clipped and posted on YouTube when I'm out of YouTube jail. Uh, and I don't know, maybe I'll do a man on the street interview and ask the libs of Loudoun, uh, would they rather be a man? Because these are the same people that are like, oh, I support Ukraine. Uh, Elijah Schaefer is going to the Pride event in LA, or he went to the Pride parade in LA uh, wearing his Ukraine flag. And everyone's oh, beautiful and brave. You support Ukraine. And he's like, what do you think about the fact that they outlaw homosexuality and kill or imprison gays? And they're like, oh, what? no, that's terrible. That's always been the case in right. Ukraine. Yeah. But, you We're know. A progressive country compared to everywhere else in the world, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, ha ha, I just read your chat and actually now is one of oh. the show. I, I never go longer than 90 minutes because goodness gracious, that's a lot of talking. And I yeah. know for the listener, that's a lot of listening. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to say, we'll roll the dice one more time. If this question is good, then we'll take it. If it's not, then we won't. Okay. Yeah, it's stupid. Video games. Oh. Super, super Smash Brothers versus Zelda. Oh, I didn't uh-huh. play either. I was a centipede kid. <laughs> Okay, we'll go with this one. Wait. Oh. Uh, would you rather have a kid in seventh grade and raise it or never have kids slash adopt? Oh, never have kids slash adopt. Seventh grade is not, that's not going to set you on the right course. There's no way you, that's, that's a tough road. That's a tough oh, road. Oh, man. And I had, a, I had a friend in high school who got pregnant her freshman year, went away for the year, came back. Um, that's a tough road. But, oh, yeah, what? wow. It, this is a split decision. 51-49 and we are we are the underdogs here. Yeah. But adoption is good. So uh I'd have to go with that one because this is so interesting. This is like the most hopeful uh thing that I've yeah. seen on either.io because I mean with all this abortion craziness, I am right. super surprised to see 51% of people yeah, uh, and this is 1.7 million people have taken this. Like Very interesting. People. Wow. I'm going to screenshot that one. Uh, yeah, you're, again, you're, you shouldn't be talking to boys that closely at 12 and 13 years old, for, frankly. So, I mean, that shouldn't even be an option at that moment. I mean, as a mom, I'd be like, you know. I was on the human trafficking task force, and I can tell you that I've seen and heard a lot of, uh, a lot worse than that. Kids need to uh, take it. Yeah. So guys, I am Joe Mobley. This is the Joe Mobley show. Thank you to Birch Gold. Thank you to my pillow. Thank you to our guest, Patriot Mom 007. Noel, tell people where they can follow you. So I'm on all the regular channels and including, and I gotta look because there's so many now. Um, also Truth Social and Getter and Clout Hub. If you're not on Clout Hub, it's a little more politics only, but check that one out. It's Truth 
on Facebook, Instagram, trying to get on Rumble. Please check out my YouTube at Patriot underscore mom 007 and subscribe to my YouTube channels. I sure would appreciate that. And also um, I will be putting some links up for some USA products, no supply chain issues in the near future. So keep a lookout for that. And thank you so much for having me on Joe. It really was fun. Of course. I'm so glad I met you yesterday. Yeah, I know. And interestingly, I did have a cancellation, so it was perfect. Oh, thank you to the person who um, <laughs> uh, So, guys, catch the show tomorrow. We're talking with, oh, I forgot. Who are we talking with tomorrow? We are talking with Peter Duran. We're going to be talking Russia, Russia, Russia. We're going to be talking economy, of course, Ukraine, and whatever else pops into our heads. Guys, it is the Joe Mobley Show. I'm Joe Mobley. Thank you again to our guest, Noel Patriot Mom 007. I hope you guys have a good one. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Joe Mobley Show. Remember to subscribe and make sure you don't miss out on future content. You can always show your support by leaving a review or making a financial contribution by going to thejoemobleyshow.com and hitting support the show. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. If that was the first prayer you've ever prayed, I hope it won't be the last. Until next time, this is The Joe Mobley Show.